Rose on the mic. We're entitling this episode Chicken Soup for the Rub and Tug Soul. I'm Riley. And I'm Emily. I'm so glad y'all are here for this one because it's really a kitchen sink episode. Chicken soup is the perfect thing for it. <laughs> We've just got a bunch of funny random stories to tell y'all about and there's no correlation amongst any of them. So chicken soup. <laughs> it's winter. It's good for you. It'll make you feel nice by the end, <laughs> which is our jam, right? So we are owners of a spicy massage parlor in Toronto, Canada, and welcome to our podcast where we dish all the tea with Muse on the mic, telling you all the inside scoop of what the heck happens when you own a massage parlor. It's um, it's a wild adventure at all times, regardless of the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> so I thought we'd start off this chicken soup episode with some hilarity, a little bit of controversy. This might irk some people, but I'm fine with it. Um, one of my favorite things to get a giggle out of is when we get one star reviews on Google, <laughs> which in the grand scheme of our 14 and a half years in business is really not that many. And there's definitely been the odd time where a legitimate complaint or review comes in. Same with our emails or DMs. If someone actually has a problem, we double book some things sometimes, maybe to Two people don't click an attendance and a, and a client wasn't really his jam. Um, and, and I think we handle complaints pretty, pretty reasonably, very promptly, and always with the intention of the satisfaction of the customer being kind of at the forefront. And I always get a giggle out of the Google One Star Reviews specifically because we get fabulous reviews everywhere else. Uh, but anytime I mention Google reviews on, on Twitter, which is where we communicate with most of our customers, there ends up this flood of one-star reviews. And I just know the like hater brigade is, is up at night doing all the things because they come in with similar tones or all of a sudden a bunch of one stars and like capital letters. And they just very, very Karen, very mad. It's, it's hilarious. Whereas a legitimate disgruntled customer will either complain to front desk with the manager or send us a private email or message to be like, look, I was double booked today. I drove all the way from downtown. This is an inconvenience to me. How can we correct the situation? And we will bend over backwards to correct when we fuck up for sure. Um, but these are not like that at all. <laughs> these, these are people that are mad about the funniest things to me um, for the funniest reasons. And I will start us off with one that was 10 months ago and i remember when this went up it was specifically after i mentioned something about oh the haters were up late last night because i saw a bunch of one star reviews came in and once i said that there was a whole second brigade of more and i was like y'all are hilarious and i do report most of them to google um, because google has rules just like anything else and i always get the ones removed that are like one star they don't fuck Okay. <laughs> Before I, I report it, I always reply and I'm like, correct, star for you. <laughs> A plus on the test. We don't do that. So you don't get to complain about it in the freaking reviews. And Google will always remove those. But sometimes they're just not very smart about how they write things and they out themselves on who they are. And I'm always the one who replies in the comments. And um, I'll call you out when you do it because I'm sick of your shit. It's been 15 <laughs> years. Find something else to do. So this one, 10 months ago, <laughs> save your time and just go elsewhere. I wasted two hours coming here on a Saturday. I got turned away as they only had one girl working. Pause that for a second. That makes me laugh. It's not very often we only have one girl. But when we do, we update our schedule in real time. So at any given time, you could look online and see there's six girls in today. There's one girl in today. I don't know why we're mad about it when it's open knowledge. It's not a secret. We don't put six other names on there to bait and switch you. We are literally honest about our schedule. Even if that means zero girls one day for whatever reason, like a snowstorm hits and shit happens, right? We have a plumbing situation. There's a flood. Like there's times where it's nobody and it's got to be closed. But like to get mad and rant on Google about this at the start of what is a very long paragraph is hilarious to me. Anyways, 
not the first time this has happened. This place tries to act like it's upscale and premium treatments that they can barely offer. I don't care what that means either, because if you want a mixer, you got a mixer. How do you barely offer a mixer? Like, do you make a burger or do you make a chicken sandwich? What do you make? What do you serve? Anyways, ended up going to the competition, which is to me the first red flag. Why are you bringing up the competition for? Who do you work for? Who sent you? (laughs) Where it's cheaper, they have a larger selection of hot girls, and I can get anything you want. And I'm like, okay, we still don't do full service, sir. I don't see what the problem is. Not sure if I'll ever try Muse again after my last experience. Only reason I ever tried going back was because the first time was actually great. Just save the hassle and go to insert spawn name. <laughs> really? I'm not cracked up because I was like, uh, I was, mm. and you can see who reports things, right? And if they have a Google account, they have an email attached. Guess what's in the email address at hotmail.com? <laughs> Exactly the same spot. <laughs> Y'all are stupid. Wow. Y'all are stupid. So that one gave me a good giggle. Um, we did get one two months ago that in some ways is valid. In some ways, I, I kind of clapped a little bit back. Um, he was not happy with our rate increase, which we did at the beginning of September for the first time in 14 years. And uh, the reason I found this one a little funny was because he said, None of the surrounding spas did an increase as if that has a- anything to do with the price of anything. Because listen, our our vicinity is zoned specifically, and we actually have nine parlors amongst the three plazas, a few holistic, a few body rub, and all different price ranges, definitely different service levels, and absolutely different quality calibers. So if you can get all the things for really less than a cheap scrummy place knock your socks off bro all more power to you take your hundred bucks and have a time i wish you safety like i don't know what else to say but if you want a different kind of experience if you're looking for luxury if you're looking for things that are more about the tease and the connection and the skill set the environment the the luxury of the venue and all those different things kind of combined come to muse and our price point reflects that um Anyways, he he was mad about it. We're all affected by inflation. He he finishes. And I was like, correct. Inflation has affected us all, as it has, especially since the panorama. Like everything has gone up, not just our rents, our utilities, our advertising costs, our staffing costs. All of our staff got a pay raise with the increase as well. So it's more out of pocket for managers, all our supplies, every utility, every photo, every website, everything has gone up in costs for all of us. And there's not many businesses out there that in 15 years never raise their prices. Most people do like annual small increments or every couple of years, it's a bump. All of our competitors have increased their prices over since the time that we first opened. Mm-hmm. At any given level, at any given time, some multiple times, just smaller tidbits. It happens. It sucks. I hate paying my grocery bills just like everybody else. But we also have a business to run and the market and the value of a dollar has changed since 2009. That was like so long ago when you think of it. Obama was president. (laughs) Like There was a recession. We opened in a recession and still managed to make things flourish at that point. And it was just due time after everything the world and the globe and the markets have been through, the economy called for a price increase. And I mm-hmm. I get that some people weren't happy about it, but just the comparison to other spas, I was like, how does that make any sense? And like, does that, like he, he did it surrounding spas. So we're talking about geography, not like a comparable business hasn't increased their prices. We're talking about geography. And I was like, but, Anyways, I won't name names, but some of our competitors are just always going to be in the lower tier <laughs> and their prices reflect that as well. And and ours do ours. And I, I'm just going to die on that hill. Because well, but I think competitors, I mean, we that's how we describe them, but really they're not. The people in our neighborhood really aren't our competition. We don't mm-hmm. offer the same services, um, I think. And it's not a discrimination to them. They offer what they do and there's a place for their girls and their clients and there's a place for our girls and our clients. And it's it's just a different market. It's so true. It's so true. And like, 
I don't think when people pop off on Google reviews that they're really thinking through any logic like that. So I don't, I only expect what's delivered, but it always gives me a giggle. Cause I'm like, did you, did you even proofread before you press post? Like, I'm just, I'm very curious at the mindset. I'd rather wake up to an email that's like this long with someone, at least with a point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah inflation sucks. I hear you, bro. That's maybe what I should have put is my response. Yeah. <laughs> me too, bro. Celia, <laughs> what else am I supposed to say? Okay, so this next one was also 10 months ago when I tweeted about Google reviews. And of course the hater brigades come out full force. And as we've discussed in some previous episodes, I am the target of a lot of the wrath. And and I got a one star review. Like you personally? Mostly it addresses me. Um, I haven't worked in the business in 14 and a half years, plus two days because of the first <laughs> and uh, i find it funny when anything is targeted at me personally by name because i'm not in the room i don't i don't see clients sweetheart i'm i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> if you want to message me we can talk about it like i'm sure we can work it out okay so horrible spa to visit horrible service from all aspects Spa is ran by a previous parlor attendant who couldn't make it in the industry <laughs> due to her poor attitude and service skills. Let's pause there because I was fully booked, top of my game, top tier attendant for my entire last six years of my eight-year career. So suck on that, buddy. You can look up my reviews. They're archived on the review boards. I'll die on that hill too. Anyways. <laughs> Now she's trying to run a spa. Uh, we've been open for 14 years, but okay, 10 months ago. We're trying to run a spa with the same failing attitude. Emily, maybe it was time. Maybe it was time you realize what adult massage actually is and hire girls with drive and attitude to suffer in the industry <laughs> and make men happy instead of treating the men like garbage. At least other competitors in the area have girls who offer good service. I was like, okay. <laughs> my reply, oh, such an asshole. This is why people love me. Always nice for our competitors to show up. Love you, fam. Kisses. <laughs> I love it. That's perfect. That's dick. <laughs> I'm proud of you. That's a great reply. I thought you'd be like, you know, popping no, off. I'm long, I'm long past the point of paragraphs. I've learned, like trolling is now a thing. Like there's a name for it. Back in like our day of that MT website that we talked about in an early, early episode um, and the harassment and the bullying and the targeting, uh, mostly of me, but us and Muse as well. Um, this was the kind of nonsense that was always posted. It never really had a point. Like, even if you agree that I have, you don't like me and I'm a shitty attitude person. Okay. Mm -hmm. And like, what yeah. does that have to do with your service, with your session, with your attendance in my spot? I'm not there every day. I mean, mm -hmm. we're, we go in like a couple times, four to five, six times a month and, and deal with business, have meetings, empty the safe, deal with cash, you know, talk to everybody who needs us and whatever. And we're not there. So like, why are you mad at me? <laughs> and it's just so stale and so funny because not only do I bring this up in every episode that like people cannot handle that we're actually nice people on top of being cute and smart. Like sometimes it's the smart that makes them mad. Sometimes the fact that we're attractive makes them mad. Sometimes it's the fact that we're nice really makes them angry. Like they cannot fathom that we are good people. It goes right. against everything they know about this industry and everything they would like to believe. And it reminds me so much of like modern day American politics right now, because we've got fake news. We've got misinformation. <laughs> We've got conspiracy theories. We've got like people that like what is it when you work when you worked with Russia um, uh, collusion. We've we've got like these like other people that gang up against us and spread rumors and like make all the things. They put up fake posts. They I remember they used to put up posts and like other bad reviews of things and sign my real name to them as if I did it. And I was like. What's like they just would go on and on without a point like even if you thought I was the worst attendant back in my day and you never saw me so so, so? 
yeah. what the fuck does that have to do with when you visited the spa and like if you had a shitty experience email us we'll take care of you we'll make sure to correct whatever was actually wrong but if you just want to rant about how you don't like me as a human that's cool you never have to see me yeah. just come in and see your favorite muse and we know that they're your favorite because you're probably the same guy that comes in and yeah. tries to convince them to go work somewhere else and as soon as they go work somewhere else you're on the review boards posting that the greatest thing since sliced bread so yeah. like the, the game is up and i just don't care so i was like thanks fam Mwah. love you i love it Bye, i'm proud of Bye. you stupid assholes <laughs> <laughs> you laugh it's like some of them oh it just it kills me I I, I, do, I don't understand sometimes like what the issue is okay so every once in a while we do get a bad one um from a girl that we actually it's it's almost the timing is like we let go of her like the day before or some way that we found out there was actually problems so we definitely get legitimate reviews like that and there are a few here the problem that makes me laugh is when they use the same email address with a different handle to write to the right, you know what I mean? To write their their new review. So there's a couple like that. I'm not going to read them out because they do call it the girls specifically a few times and they're still in the industry by the same name. So I don't want to tarnish a girl's reputation. I assume they move on somewhere else and do just fine for themselves wherever they wherever they belong. Muse wasn't where they belonged for good reasons. Best wishes. Um, <laughs> here's what makes me laugh. <laughs> this is from way back in the day, six years ago. We had uh, a pretty famous Playboy model work with us, and uh, she gave awesome sessions. She definitely had a different vibe to her. She wasn't part of the massage industry. She really came from the like on that side of the camera kind of position, which I think when you're involved in like Playboy or porn, you're you're acting, you're in a very different kind of role than you are one-on-one -on -one with customers with like real-time services. So she just had a really different vibe to the way that she managed her sessions. Um, but this one made me laugh because I used to go here, but the people that own this place are a bunch of goof idiots. <laughs> the showers never work. The women are sketchy as hell. The place has been robbed. <laughs> Makes me guess that they aren't doing anything legal or legit. And then so-and-so names the girl, offers subpar sessions. Then in capital letters, goes, stay away. It's only trouble there. <laughs> it's like, that's a ride. That's an absolute ride because what? Our showers always work. That's crazy. We definitely have hot water tank issues once in a blue moon. If they're breaking down water mains on the road, all of the businesses have no water for an hour. But we don't regularly operate with no showers. That's disgusting. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and yes, there's definitely issues of robbery in the industry. Every spa has been affected by it. But at the timing of this review, we were not affected by it. So I was like, that makes no sense. I don't know what you're talking about there. But it made me think that he might have been talking about one of our neighbors. Because around uh -huh. that time... They did yep. have a robbery issue <laughs> and we close at midnight and they stay open until six in the morning. So we, right. we definitely avoid certain problems by keeping just tighter hours or shorter hours. Um, but the whole dig at her was silly because that girl got phenomenal reviews. She's one of the few people that we still get messages about being like, can she ever come back? Is she ever going to be back again? I still talk to her. And, and in case she's coming back. He's thinking about it. So hold your breath and, and don't cross your eyes too much. But like we could we could maybe make that happen. But like a top rated girl getting something like this, I was like, you're just so, you sound like a jealous chick. Like it just seemed weird to me. Um there's two after that that are mad that we don't give BJs. Um oh, then there's one, this one's about putting the reverse. He he's mad about all of us, hates me. Thinks everything is boring, clean place, blah, blah, blah. No variety of girls except she's excellent. I wish I'd read the reviews beforehand, he says. I'm like, but wait, you just like that girl. So what would you have needed to read if you liked her? Right. You went in and had a great time with her. So what? Like, they just, they don't make sense. Here's another one that comes at me. <laughs> these, these, these happen a lot. <laughs> This one was four years ago, so just before the panorama. The place owner is absolutely a rude person, very disrespectful to customers. Her name is Emily Muse. 
I went to the place. I was having a couple questions on how things work. She gave me a disgusting attitude, rude response. I never expect this kind of response. I will never go back to this place again. I will never recommend it to anyone. Disgraceful. And I was like, I don't talk to customers like that when I'm at the spa. I'm not at the front desk, honey. Like, and it's possible we had a manager that maybe didn't stick along around too long because maybe she had a bad attitude and we don't tolerate that. But like, if someone was really rude to you at front desk, you should email us and tell us about that experience because I would love to be able to address it if it's legit. But it wasn't me. <laughs> I don't I don't talk to clients about that. Like I, I say hi when I walk in, but like mm-hmm. if a client has an inquiry about our services, they're talking to the manager at the front desk. Yeah. They're definitely not talking to either of us. We're not standing there being like, let me give you directions or like, you know what? Though maybe, with that maybe people just assume. When they walk in, oh, that must be Riley or that's Emily. It's entirely possible, actually. They just think whoever's at the desk is the owner. One star. Waste of money. Bad blowjob. Bad blowjob? Yeah. Oh, shit. This is my reply. (laughs) LOL. (laughs) We don't provide blowjobs. So, yeah, I guess that would be a bad BJ, wouldn't it? (laughs) I don't get mad at McDonald's. get mad they don't sell tacos. Like, I don't understand. We don't sell blowjobs. And we don't sell sex. And if that makes you sad... You can one star. I'm not gonna, I'm not that mad at it. I'll see what Google says about it in terms of their terms and conditions. But that's okay, honey. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I want to like pet him and be like, oh, I can tell you some places that do though. Such <laughs> a risk, but I can refer. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Um, okay, so sometimes when there's a bunch of like troll type reviews that pop up on the online community with like semi-legitimate review boards, um, they, they have common threads they say about a girls. They love to bash our chicks if they're if they're part of the, the coalition of haters to try and not let a good girl be busy. So they talk some shit about her. Just a, a, a grain of salt for all the clients that are watching that might participate. Bad reviews about Muse generally means she's really good and they're just trying to steer it away. She's about to be poached. And if you see her end up on one of those places schedule, you know exactly what happened. Just let's let's blow all the fucking curtains out of the water right there. But sometimes they love to bash like our chicks and be like, oh, they're they give terrible service or they don't know anything, or Emily and Riley don't train them anymore, which we train everybody. That's stupid. Um, or they'll be like, they're all fat, or they're all old, or they're all this, or they're all that. And like, or they don't have any black girls. They don't have any Italian girls. Why is there no Asians? And I'm like, what? 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 We have all of the above. It, it makes no sense. We've always prided ourselves in having a vast variety. And that means having a tiny little lightweight and having a BBW. It means having all ethnicities. It means having different looks and styles to the girls, having shy ones having outgoing ones having kinky ones having cuddly ones like like we want everything from the girlfriend to the porn star we love the variety and when they lump it all together like that first of all take a look around you don't even have to come in you can browse our website and be like variety (laughs) it's very very apparent check out our instagram follow the twitter you'll see all the variety it's very clear um, and we love it that way. It makes an awesome dynamic. The clients love the variety. They can mix and match and choose their flavor any given day. Um, and our clients are full of just as much variety. The girls get just as much like differences, excuse me, in their sessions too. So this one was seven years ago and it made me laugh because it's kind of like, sounds just like those people that that post those things, but like on a flip side from what we normally hear. So. One of the nicer spas in the area, but they have no variety. All old white women that I'd call lifers. I was like, what? Was like, At least half our staff is some version or form of people of color. We've got all kinds of variety. I don't think we really have that. We definitely don't have a bunch of old people. And we definitely don't have that many people that I would call a lifer. That's hilarious to me. I mean, what? Because they only they only hire old skinny white girls. There's a bunch more spas in the area with hot younger girls. I'll pass. These girls are average. They ask for too much. They're lazy and unresponsive. <laughs> it's like, well, if you had a bunch of old lifers, I could imagine that that's how it would be. That's going to happen on our spot, sir. <laughs> I think the old, like, we've only had one attendant that I think's ever been older than us. 
ever. <laughs> like, this mm-hmm. is not the, the facts. And she was one of the hottest women I've ever met in my life. I'll never forget that girl because when we met her, we attacked her to know about her skincare, who her Botox lady was. Like, we we destroyed her, like, appointment yeah. agenda, just having to know all the things. Because um, she was an absolute, like, I remember stuttering and feeling insecure around her. And that never happens. We, we're around hot women all the time, right? And I was like, um, uh, oh, shit. <laughs> I felt so par around that woman. It was like a celebrity showed up. It was fabulous. So, of course, I wrote back. And I was like, wow, 40-plus women we have of all shapes, sizes, and nationalities isn't enough variety. The like, correct. We don't offer full service. That isn't lazy, sweetie. It's just what our menu looks like. Perhaps less clean spas are best suited for you. If you don't like it, you're welcome to. Thanks for allowing us to refine our clientele. <laughs> you kill me. <laughs> I'm not always mental. But like, if you're going to put me in a position where you're, you're obviously not a nice customer, you're obviously not a nice person. And if I get wanting full service, right? Most, mm-hmm. almost every spa out there except us offer full service, at least with, I'd say at least half of the staff or more. In fact, some of the fancier spas that are out there that act and imitate a lot of what we do, force full service on the women. They they are fired for it. They're disciplined for it. They are monitored with microphones and all kinds of crazy shit. Um, in some of these places that call themselves high end and treat the girls the garbage. They also funnel the drugs and alcohol in because intoxicated girls are more likely to bend rules and and all these kind of things. And to, to compare that kind of a service at, at various price points, right? You can get really cheap full service, you can get really expensive full service in the city. Toronto's a lovely place of options. You can literally pick your poison any way you want. Mm-hmm. But to then go to someone else that openly doesn't offer that and be mad about it is very like frustrating to me because we would be very bad salespeople if we offered full service, but only after we say no six times. Right. Like that doesn't make sense. Like the Avon lady comes knocking your door and she's trying to sell you some lotions, potions, and makeup. And you're like, oh, but you have lipstick. And she goes, no. They go, but don't you sell lipstick? And she goes, no. And then she goes, come on, I see it in your, it's here in your catalog. Like you, you said you sell lipstick. And she goes, okay, we sell lipstick. They're $15 on tube. Like you're the worst salesperson ever. And that's stupid. Like you book a hooker and then she's like, no, I don't do that. No, I don't do that either. Like, hey, let's do it. Like, what? This makes no sense. Trust me, if the girls offered the things, they would probably be quoting what the prices are, and they definitely would be turning down your money if it's the right price. That's yeah. just the nature of people that want to earn money. You take it when it's offered if it's something you do. You're a shitty plumber if you don't do toilets. Like, you kind of have to attack all plumbing. Like, there's just certain things to this business that make sense to me. And this shit doesn't. I I don't understand being so mad about it that you take to Google to complain about it with your one star and just be like, I hate that they don't fuck. (laughs) You were passionate about this topic. It it makes me laugh. It makes me frustrated all the same time. And I know that's why people continue to do it to us because it's fucking hilarious. They know it it pisses off Emily Mew's owner. And I'm like, okay, but whatever, like, have some logic. And like I said, I love a legitimate complaint because I, it gives us opportunity to correct ourselves, to be better, to offer better service, to cut loopholes or correct things that aren't working properly. Feedback of all kinds is vital. Bad press has done great things for us in the meantime, right? But I feel for the girls sometimes because it's reflected on them as well, right? They work in a place that just got a one-star review and that sucks all around. That's not motivating for staff, for morale, um, and it's weird to have to explain to 40-something women, half of which may not know about our history and the shenanigans and the coalition and until they're watching our podcast. Hi, ladies. We love you. Thanks for watching. <laughs> um, but just in general, like, they don't know any of the shit. They're not part of it. Yeah. And so why are, why are we getting mad about this? And even if she is a full-service sex worker, it's still ladies' choice. If she yeah. doesn't want to do something with you, she's entirely allowed to do that. And it sucks, I guess. If you if you book an escort and their expectations, the reviews said she does this and this, and then she does it with you, 
I understand being disappointed, but taking it to Google, <laughs> and this used to happen to us on TripAdvisor. This happens to us on Yelp. Like it's everywhere. And I'm like, y'all have time, first of all. And I just don't understand the disgruntled penis in that nature. Like you're so mad that you're going full like keyboard Karen, just like, bah, bah, bah. and like, it still didn't get you the blowjob, sir. And now it makes me think you're dangerous and I don't actually want you to come in. Like, that's just aggressive and weird to me. So there's my clap back for you. <laughs> a saunter down one star Google review lane. But I think it's fucking funny. <laughs> you kill me. Okay, let me go through my All right. So we're going to go Hit from me. Google reviews to the big wooden penis. There is, um, I don't want to say giant, but a life-size wooden penis that is the mascot of news. Um, I don't remember the lady's name. I think you do. That brought it in years ago. It's been in the staff room since. I think we have some pictures of it. Um, and it, I, I, I don't know why it's there. I mean, the girls, the girls love it. They get Barbies and and put the Barbies riding it. It is now become, like I said, the the backroom mascot <laughs> to the point where we're even discussing um, our next staff meeting that's going to be coming up for it to be like the speaking. What do they call that? Like a speaking. The talking uh, stick. stick. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's so funny to me that the girls, you know, want they want this bath there. They love it. They they make sex, you know, gestures out of it with Barbies. It's it's hilarious. It cracks me up because some of the girls are so cheeky and they know it's easy to make me giggle. So they yeah. send me pictures sometimes of them acting out things, holding this giant wooden penis. Not giant, like you said, it's life size. It's just it's, it's hefty. It's weighted. It's solid wood. It's got some girth. It's really funny, and it literally just hangs on a string on the wall. Anytime you walk in the staff room, you're like, there it is. <laughs> but it's it's the way they position the Barbies, like straddling it with their like yeah. hands on their hips. They're really like, super Barbie. <laughs> Reminds me of a skit from SNL way back in the day with the uh, something something gay duo. They were these guys that would like ride a penis like superheroes on top of each yeah. other. <laughs> it was hilarious. It reminds me of that every time I see it. And I remember um, there was a time where there was like a few more on the wall. Like we were collecting penises. I think one was like bubblegum pink rubber or something. And there was another one that was like, I don't know, out of clay. Someone had tried to make it. But that girl who donated it to us said that it had been in her family for years. They used to be up at the cottage and they sold their cottage. So she took the penis and she was like, I'm donating it to the family. It's now like the Muse family mascot. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. I have, I love us. <laughs> so funny. The girls are so entertaining. But when I get those random photos, I absolutely crack, crack up. We are going to definitely do an episode about the girls that make me laugh at the photos because if they'll give me permission with a little crop and a little blur, they, they, they crack us up sometimes with their shenanigans for sure. Um, yeah. All right, I'm going to hop to my next chicken soup ingredient here. Um, we've been talking in some of these episodes about our early years. And there's, I think, kind of a gray area about, like, the few weeks leading up, right? Like, we'd done the whole duck hunter thing. We were teasing people that we were kind of up to something. We had gotten all our ducks in order, <laughs> got our license, like, figured out all the things, had plans, had a location, the opening date. And had taken possession of our what is now Muse Toronto, but at the time was like our our new spot, our, our little baby. She was so cute. Um, and we had to fill it, we had to furnish it, we had to put stuff in it. And I don't think we really thought that through very much because, as always with us, it was last minute. It was a many multiple overnights, like a long ass process. And we were babes on a budget. So <laughs> most of the furniture was from Ikea. And this is where we didn't think it through. It's not only is it lobby furniture, staff room furniture, anything needed for like the bathroom vanities, mirrors, all the little things you don't think about, towel holders and all this shit. It was also massage rooms and three of them. So this meant building three times over. And we didn't consider the fact that every single item from Ikea needs to be fucking built. With an Allen key. <laughs> With an Allen key. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Like my hands hurt just thinking about it. And so we painstakingly spent like six nights in a row at the fucking spa, like freezing to death one minute because the doors were open for fresh air and then like sweltering the next because we're trying to move things around and like the cardboard and like we lost an Allen key and then we had to open another box to get an Allen key and like just our hands were destroyed. I remember soliciting a few friends. Uh, we both had a, a guy at the time and listed their their muscles at the time to sit there and crank those stupid keys. And as ridiculous as we were, which the whole thing you could tell was chaotic. We didn't even focus on one piece at a time. Like we were like, which leg goes with what bench? Who goes with what chair? Like it was such a disaster. There was no order. We are we are absolutely flaky. And all of a sudden, in walked the owner of a spa way out in the West End, who who I've known for a long time. I won't say much more than that. But with no warning, no like heads up, no permission, no can I come by, nothing. Just sauntered in the front door and literally caught us like sweat, dust, paint, shit everywhere. We looked like ass, just literally covered in IKEA rage because like those instructions stuff. <laughs> what the fuck? And I, I start. I remember being startled and looking up, and him wanting a tour, and offered kind of like, "Oh, I can give you a hand if you need it." And I'm thinking, "Great, grab an Allen key because this shit sucks." But like, my hands need a break. And he didn't help build anything. He just walked around and kind of pointed like construction bosses do, and it's like you missed a spot. Like, and that's all he really did. And then left. And I remember both of us being like, "That was weird." What was that about? Like, how nosy are you? Like, you're not even slick about it. You're just like, I'm gonna go scope out Muse and see what they're up to. I don't even know why the door was open. <laughs> he just wandered in. And it was, it was super strange. It was super strange. But it definitely, uh, it definitely made me laugh at the time because like, like, like we have obviously all these haters that like investigate and snoop on us and stuff, but like that was brazen. Yeah. <laughs> I've never since we've been owners, I've never sauntered into a rub and tug in my life. <laughs> like, like, in the what ground. Is, what? Can I see what you're doing here? Do you imagine? We'd, we'd be thrown out like like Jazzy Jeff on Fresh Prince. We would literally be tossed if we tried. Yeah. Men just have balls in that sense. They're just walking <laughs> to where they're probably not welcome. But I've heard <laughs> even to this day, I cannot shop at Ikea. Even if some of the stuff appeals to me visually, I'm like, I can't do it. I just can't no. be there. And this is previous to even like their delivery service. Like this was all, and I didn't even have a truck at the time. This was all going in my yes. little car. Um, <laughs> us building it all. Like it was just, and I think they even have building service now. So maybe yes, we should give them another is. shot, but. I, I mean, know. only, only if the minions come too, because I refuse. Yeah. I tapped out my lifetime's tolerance of of allen keys because no. keep in mind at the time too we were renters at the time we had little apartments we would move need to get new furniture there was home times i needed to build ikea shit as well and i just one day i was like i'm done never again i don't i don't ever want to put any furniture together with an allen key for the rest of my life i totally agree my fingers I, literally hurt there's a few stories i wanted to touch on too about mm adding to our chicken soup, walking into the spa. <laughs> and I won't name this lady because I think she's still in the business. Yeah. Um, she was wonderful. She was very much so into um, dominatrix and kink sessions and very skilled in what she did. And yeah. it would always be when she's on shift that I would walk into the spa or we would and see things that you just would have never expected. <laughs> and I remember two stories in particular walking in and again you know you know muse with the long hallway and seeing yeah. this attendant walking a gentleman on a leash naked down the hall and I tried to kind of brace myself like okay it's another day at the office you know and just right. keep moving without having too much of a reaction but these are the images that really stick in your head that part of it is like I love my job like who else can live like this and the other part is like I can't wrap my brain around this job like right it's too it's early wild. Not coffee. it's wild it was a visual I remember it fondly and I remember that he was a client that I knew and was not particularly a fetish guy okay and I just remember oh. thinking how did we end up here <laughs> 
Excuse me, why is he on a leash? Why is he barking? And why can I see his butthole from the end of the hallway? Like, what's happening? He had a blast. She had a blast. He was like, that was great. Like, he had a great time. He learned some things about his taste and kinky shit. And she had a blast showing him the the new light (laughs) in general. It's the immediate when you walk in going, oh, okay. But I think that's where we struggled with her a bit. Um, that oftentimes girls that are really skilled in fetish and kink and all that kind of stuff, they don't know how, or they have a, they struggle giving just a regular session that I, yeah. I, you know, he may not have even been into this. And she was like, you know what we're going to do today, Peter, today, you're <laughs> going to be on your knees and I'm going to walk you down the hall. So it was like, whoa, girl, like you have to be able to just put them on the table and give them a body slide. But she, she was wild. And I even remember walking in once to the staff room and seeing gentlemen naked i believe his hands were tied behind his back and he was eating pasta off the ground and he was he was adamant he would clean up the mess and i was like okay you know who am i to say not to do and it was again this this attendant that i'm like what are you doing to these men like are they asking for this it was (laughs) wild. Oh goodness gracious. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in and add two stories if if you'll allow me the liberty okay. because yeah. two immediately came to my mind as you as you were talking. One of them is from my day and one of them is about you. So God. back in my day <laughs> back in my day, I remember one time where I walked in. It takes a lot to shock us, I think. We're used mm-hmm. to seeing a lot of stuff. I, at that time, had been in the biz for many years. I was used to seeing some stuff. It took a lot to make me go, oh, my God. (laughs) And it actually revolves around one of our serial crank callers because he was still a crank caller back then Mm -hmm. um, who loved loved to call every spa he could find in the phone book back then. That's how old I am, guys. (laughs) The phone book. And... um, just just breathe into the phone or just sit in silence and he was a young buck at the time he was still a university student uh, and he would show up sometimes for sessions the only time he would end up hanging the phone was he still lived at home with his mom his mom would call him he'd be like shit hang up the phone. and then he'd stop for like a week and then get back to being the serial crank caller um <clears throat> but i remember walking into one of the spas that i worked at back in the day because I had forgotten my makeup case and a girl can't live without her makeup case. So I had to go back on my off day and go grab it. And I walked in, this girl, Christy, that I worked with was like, Emily, come here for a minute. Come meet my client. And I'm like, sure. And I go to like, say hi. And I turned to, we only had two rooms. I turned to the rooms, both doors are open and there's no people in it. And I was like, where did she just come from? And she pops out of the bathroom and she goes, come here. So I walk over and out the bathroom door walks this same client butt naked with yellow fucking rubber gloves on and he's cleaning the shower but he is rock fucking hard the whole time and she's like so-and-so is cleaning our fucking showers today and i told him you better scrub and she's like yelling at him and his dick is like jumping in excitement and he's like yes miss christy yes miss christy and he goes back to scrubbing the thing and i'm just like stating character with her and i was like oh like i love him but I remember walking away afterwards being like, I wasn't prepared for that. I just wanted my makeup. <laughs> so I'm downstairs. Like my ride was still waiting outside and I'm like barking at this naked guy in yellow rubber gloves yeah. about cleaning the shower. So some things don't change. You walk into a rubber tub, you're going to see some things. It's just, you never know. That it called that Wednesday and be like, no. okay. <laughs> but the other one, you use the fake name, Peter. And I'm hoping you let me tell the Peter story. <laughs> There's a Peter story. Let's see how you describe it. <laughs> so funny to me. <laughs> we decided, I think it was only a few months after Muse had been open, that we decided to go for a celebratory best friends boss dinner to celebrate our big accomplishment of being open. I think it was literally three or four months. And so we picked a really fancy place downtown, (laughs) got all dolled up and like made a reservation. They have valet. We were like luxuried out and we're at the bar having like a pre-drink 
a handsome gent across ordered us a bottle of, I think it was bubbles or something. Um, so bottle comes over and, and we didn't plan to, I think, drink bottles. I know we had already ordered ourselves <laughs> a bottle. And so now we have multiples and, um, we got rip roaring schnockered <laughs> and in the middle of dinner back then we were both smokers so we uh we ducked out for a smoke really quickly <laughs> and back then i was still very private about who i was and i hadn't been outed yet so there was no dual identities that people knew about emily was non-existent unless it had to do with business and um, you were even more private than I was by like a country mile. You were almost like hyper fixated and hyper private about like, nobody can know anything and da 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 da. And so lo and behold, little Miss Privacy over here, <laughs> having her smoke while she's drunk, sees mm. a customer that we recognize from the spa and the golden rule in life is if you see someone in real life, you pretend you don't fucking know them. You look oh. the other way and keep moving. You just ignore it completely. And he's traipsing down the sidewalk with his wife. <laughs> and Riley goes, <laughs> and immediately realizes her mistake and collapses onto the floor as if that's going to hide her. Leaving me standing there, and Peter and wife turn around, and I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> just dear, and I could have been Peter. He could have been a George. We knew him as Peter. I mean, oh, so terrible. I feel terrible still to this day. It was one of the funniest things that's ever happened in public with you. And the way you just literally collapsed to hide on the floor as if like crouching in your jacket was an situation. Lo and behold, he and his wife ended up going to the same restaurant as us. We end up back in our little booth, yucking it up, being way too loud again. We were we were way too drunk. Um, and he excused himself to the bathroom and snuck by our table quickly. And he was like, I, I told them you're just the cleaners at my office and, and she's okay with that. And we were like, okay, thank you. I'm so sorry. I <laughs> Poor man. As we just hollered across the fucking way to him in the middle of downtown Toronto. <laughs> so as soon as you said, Peter, I was like, Oh, the Peter story. <laughs> so embarrassing. It was so good, but you learned your lesson because you never made that mistake. <laughs> no, but these are these are rules, and I I'm, you know, I live by them. And for me to make that kind of mistake, alcohol or not, I it, there's no excuse. Oh, but it happened <laughs> on the podcast. Fucking hilarious! It was absolutely hilarious. Thank God it was the two of us. Thank God he was understanding. Thank God his wife didn't make a big situation of it. He was just like, oh God. This is that girl. Do you remember he was such a nice guy. People? Yeah. And I'm he sure he's so watching. Hi, Peter. <laughs> we love you, Peter. You're a legend. We're sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> Absolutely. That was one of my favorites. It was mortifying and so hilarious. I think I almost peed my pants. I was laughing so hard. Well, some of the so, like most hilarious times we had, I would have to say, go back to like when we used to do our own supply shopping, which sounds so strange because now you order online and everything gets delivered and, you know, there's there's better, more practical ways to do things. But there was a time where, you know, every Tuesday, Emily and I would meet and go to Walmart for our supply shopping. Yeah. And I mean, we looked like the strangest people you could imagine buying like excessive amounts of cleaning products and excessive amounts of like candles and body um soap body you. there could be like 52 bottles of ivory body soap or dove <laughs> um and i remember always going to the cash like i think are really strange like even <laughs> most people probably order from suppliers but again yeah, we literally. do things the wrong way so we're at walmart um and some of those shopping trips were the most hilarious experiences Lots of them in involved, all of our stories involve alcohol. This is really bad. <laughs> uh, it's really bad. Um, they would often include going to the LCBO along with the Walmart shopping trip. But the shenanigans we would get in doing these shopping trips were were crazy. 
we both get really silly when we're together. I mean, classic like girl best friends, right? We just giggle and end up like taking way too long to do anything because we, we get into all the fuckery. And I just remember the amount of times we looked like people in that TLC show, Couponers, where they've got like literally 25 tied boxes and like things like that and like all the paper towels. <laughs> The, the way that like the cashiers were lugging like two separate carts literally chucking through as if we had coupons which we didn't we're not saving any money right. we're actually buying this shit and like i remember the cashiers being like oh are you guys planning a big move thinking like we need all these things but then they'd get to like the personal care items and they'd be like oh as if they just realized their own confusion like then why do you need 12 bags of candy all those ivory soaps, the mouthwash, baby powder, <laughs> the ran wrap, and the weird things, some sponges, and a new mop head. And they're like, so not moving. <laughs> or we just start to giggle because we really didn't have our lingo down back then, too, either. Yeah. We didn't really know how to talk about or even lie about whatever the hell we were up to. So we just start cracking up. And I remember all the times we go through the parking lots. I'm sure anyone in any metropolitan area can relate. You go to the parking lot, it's like through all this stupid stuff. And shit is falling all over the parking lot. There is toilet paper rolling away, there's soap rolling, it's spilled, or like explosions of Windex. Ridiculous things happening just while we're trying to supply shop. And at that time, we went to a place. That was at a notorious corner in Toronto called Jana Finch, which is a few major blocks away from us. It is a very different time now than it was in 2009. But 2009, it was not a nice neighborhood, Jana Finch. And luckily, we were a good couple kilometers away. But that was the closest place to go to a Zeller's or Walmart. And it was the shadiest damn plaza you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> and of course, there's a liquor store. So we wander into the liquor store. And I remember one time we were so terrified, we ran away because the characters in there were like following us around and making like weird sounds and gestures towards us. But we had for some reason just left, I think it was Zellers, with a hula hoop, a big exercise ball, uh, a few garbage cans, some clocks, and like a couple like extra candies or some shit, like individually wrapped bags of candies. Like the most random items. We're dropping the exercise ball, the hula hoops almost banging into bottles. Like we are an absolute I love Lucy episode. <laughs> Trying to get to some wine <laughs> all the time through this fucking liquor store. And there was a guy there that like smiled at us. And he not only had like a full set of grills in his teeth, but he had those like whited out contacts in his eyes. And he just looked at us all of a sudden. We were like, <laughs> ran out, completely scared, and drove to an entirely different liquor store because that was that was it. We were done for the day. There was too many weirdos, too much chaos. We found a hula hoop. Like we gotta go. We just gotta go. And we're like two little blonde chicks in these like tennis little summer dresses, just like do 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 through the mall, trying to get our shit accomplished, and then got absolutely terrified by this man's contact lenses. <laughs> Were they white out? I was thinking they were blackout. Either way, I remember him turning around. Oh, they might have like, been the blackout, but they were terrifying. Either which way, it looked like he was possessed by the devil. And we just, we, we both screamed. <laughs> so you could leashes, right? But you could totally scare us in the streets. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think it's, we knew the environment too, not to judge, but I'm like, we're in Jaden Finch. We're dressed up like... We shouldn't be dressed. We're carrying right, around like <laughs> party items and buying alcohol. And like, it was just, it was nerve wracking. And we were younger. So we were babies. We had none the wiser. We were such a mess. That stupid bouncy exercise ball hitting everything. It was fucking funny. <laughs> we're so classic. We literally, like, we need like some real time cameras with us when we venture around because it's funny. But on that note, we are coming up six months away from our 15-year anniversary rally. I'm it's so wild. excited. It's surreal. It's romantical. It's all the feelings I have. <laughs> but we want to do something pretty cool to celebrate. So we thought we'd come here and ask, and ask our peeps, ask our viewers, our Patreon subscribers, our YouTube followers, and, and all the friends. We want some ideas, guys. How yeah. are you feeling about it? I'm excited. I mean, 
I'm always excited for our birthdays. Um, I haven't given it much thought of like, what should we do? I feel like 15 is a big one. Um, I think we need to think of things we need to do privately, just the two of us. And then mm -hmm. what do we do for the staff and the clients? So we have some brainstorming for sure. We have a few months to go, but yeah, we'd love your input because it should be something wild. It should be something big. It should be something big. I think it should be special. Um, I know, I want to say it was a few months ago, we had tried to bounce an idea um, across our staff. We'll get into that a whole nother day. Um, but it, it was big and it was really more for just the team. It wasn't something that included like the spa and the clients. It was more for the girls um, and for us to celebrate with them. Um, and the idea didn't end up being, <laughs> it should have been on our hits and misses episode. Yeah. <laughs> it absolutely failed by all shock and awe to us. Um, but we did do something kind of big for our 10 year anniversary. And I remember doing a longer celebration for our five year instead of just the one day we had discounts on either side of the day. So it was kind of a three day situation, okay. but it was still in house. It was still our usual birthday open house. We do customer appreciation every year. The door fee or the house fee is, is free for customers that mm -hmm. day. And so it ends up kind of a social event. People come to mix and mingle and do lots of sessions because why not? Um, and they spoil the girls rotten and we have a great time and it's awesome. But I would love if we could do something a little different. We did go off campus for our 10 year. Um, mm -hmm. We are good friends with the owners of Oasis Aqua Lounge. Shout out to Oasis. Um, they've always been big supporters of Muse. And we've done a bunch of joint advertising ventures and, and cross promos together. So they were awesome to host our 10 year. Clients were able to come. The girls and us went down in a limo. Um, but I'd love to do something different that definitely includes the clients for our 15. And I absolutely agree about us doing something. We never do something just us to celebrate. So gents, if you're up for spoiling two babes, we have a lot to celebrate. June 3rd. <laughs> Holla. But no, yeah, lots of time. I have lots of time to prepare. We should like make a pool. Um but I'd love to do something really different and something that includes the dudes that adds some extra value and some fun for the guys that yes. ideally would make the girls some extra money. We love when they make money. Um, and that really adds to the whole excitement of 15 years. We know, especially through the pandemic, um, a lot of small businesses didn't make it. And we also know that a lot of small businesses within the first five years end up belly up. And I think hitting the 15 milestone feels more solid ground than the 10 year did because getting through that damn pandemic was something else. And I think it's easy for people to think, oh, it's a rub and tug, it's a cash cow business. Y'all are loaded anyway. What's what's three years not having access to your company? <laughs> Anyways, that's not reality. I don't care how like much money you may or may not have or what kind of savings you have. The emergency fund that people tell you to be responsible and have is three months long. It's not 17 months of two closed businesses. So I think getting through that is a real milestone and a celebration of itself. But the whole rush of getting back to business never allowed us the time to really savor that or or to appreciate the fact that we made it through something so dramatic. Um, and so combine that with the, the company itself turning 15 in, in 2024, I think it needs to be a big, a big, fancy, exp not expensive, but like extravagant kind of celebration. It's got to be something special. So and especially we want went back to the previous episode where we talked about them or our competitors laying bets against us and we're at 15 years yeah here we go it's so good i'm obsessed with the horns um but it really it really is i know it was unexpected to the haters it was even unexpected to some of our supporters i'm sure family and friends at first thought oh god what are they up to this might just be a phase <laughs> and it could have been <laughs> luckily we were dead serious about what we were doing um and obviously had some big plans but I think we don't often take enough time to pat ourselves on the back to cheers each other uh to kind of take a moment even aside from being Emily and Riley and just be like oh my god we're here we did it. <laughs> something pretty special for us and then something special for the whole team and our customer base and our friends that are now online. Um, if we could celebrate and incorporate the whole the whole shenanigans together, 
I think it would be awesome. So we're open to ideas. Hit us up in our DMs on every platform you can find us on. And tell us, tell us your thoughts. Let's come up with something fabulous, everybody. We all deserve it. Yay. Well, thank you for tuning in for our to our chicken soup for the rub and tug soul. I think that was an interesting one. I think it's so good. There's definitely going to be a few episodes along the way that are just going to be a mixed bag like this because not every story has a common thread yeah. except the rub and tug. So stay tuned. There will be more volumes of chicken soup. For sure. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Make sure you like, subscribe, share the episode, join us on the Patreon. Make sure you subscribe and tune in there for all the exclusive episodes, which is extra spicy and things we're not allowed to put on YouTube. Follow us on social media. You can find all those links in the caption below, and we will see you next time. Hey, guys. Bye, everybody.